What the fuck is up, Chet? Hey, 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 hey. How are you What's doing? Up? I'm doing good. I'm biggity back from ALA and <gasps> I'm still a little bit tired from that. I just flew in from Ontario and boy are my arms tired. <laughs> so ALA, Anime Los Angeles, a big anime convention getting larger by the year as yep, it turns out. Every time. What so what what'd you get up to this weekend? Well, ALA is has a reputation of being a party con and I feel like they're trying to move away from that, but I feel like they've been trying to move away from that, but they also still kind of embrace it. Like other party cons just will do everything in their power to stop it from being a party con. This one's like, well, just don't break anything. (laughs) That first year was fucking gnarly. Yeah. Go listen. Go listen to the older episodes if you want to fucking find out what happened at that first ALA in Ontario. (laughs) You're going to have to sort through the previous 50-some-odd episodes to to hear whatever had happened in years past. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this year they definitely toned it down at the Radisson, which is now known as the Gateway Hotel. And that was, like, the main hub for big party stuff. But then also... Last May, there was a threat of a shooting at some convention in Phoenix. I want to say it's just Phoenix Comic Con. I could be mistaken on that, but there were, you know, someone was oh, like, "That was the attempted assassination yes, of Jason David, Jason Frank. David Frank." Yeah. Oh God, that sounds like a fucking good ass title for a movie. <laughs> the attempted assassination of Jason David Frank, starring Jason David Frank. <gasps> Yeah. He's back. Hey, aren't you the Green Ranger? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. I don't know how he fucking talks. I know he did MMA for a little bit. Yeah. And he said he was going to wash CM Punk. And then didn't. Yeah, because they never fought. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wasn't his MMA run like three weeks long? Some shit like that. It was... Who, CM Punk? No, Jason David Frank. Oh, I have no idea. Young JDF out here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so because of because of all that nonsense, they really upped the security at the convention itself, which was kind of a pain in the ass more than anything because I wasn't wearing any costumes that had props or, you know, I had no intentions of murdering anyone at the con. <laughs> if I did, it would have been off-site and via alcohol. You know, it's more my MO. Uh-huh. Get them too drunk to live. Exactly. Too sober to die. Damn right. So, but for whatever reason, that also extended into food and drink. So, you couldn't bring any outside food or drink. And that was kind of bus ass. That was... That kind of sucked. Hold on. So they so even from the food trucks that they have parked outside, you couldn't bring it inside? That you can. Oh. It was just no, quote, outside food or drink. And because those were, you know, paying to be there at the convention, yada, yada, those were good to go. So the one way around that is if you buy a drink, refill the cup, or... As our lovely Dr. Scientist just happened to have, he just happened to have the same cups. 
and lids and straws in his room yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow talk so, about great coincidence seriously holy so, shit like someone mentioned i think it was Dwayne. again could be mistaken but someone mentioned like yo if you just tell them that you got these from concessions they're not going to stop you so i took a an la water that brian made in the cup lid straw etc and they were stopping everybody. They're stopping people with Starbucks cups. There's in and out cups, whatever. Even if there was actually no alcohol in there, it's just no outside food or drink. So I walk up to them and they're like, what's in that? Gatorade? Because it's kind of bluish. Yeah. Where'd you get it? Uh, it was just at the food truck. So, oh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what you got in there? A bomb. <laughs> you plan on blowing up this convention with your soda bomb? We've seen Soda Drinker Pro. We know what happens. <laughs> we know exactly what goes down in these sodas. God damn. But then there was another time that uh, Connie had her drink. I think it was also in LA Water. No, this one was red. Whatever. It was. It was something red and strong. And... She handed it off to me because I'm much I'm a much better liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone asked her directly, she would just nervously laugh and then walk away. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever, I got this. Except she didn't have a straw for it. She just had a little coffee stir. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> so the guy's like, Hey, what's in there? I'm like, oh, it's fruit punch. Where'd you get it? Oh, the concessions. Is this alcohol? And I'm like, no. I don't think so. <laughs> Mind you, I'm already pretty toasty at this point. So he's like, can I smell it? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so he takes the lid off, smells it. He looks at it and he's like, I don't drink alcohol. Hey, Louis, come here. <laughs> Louis takes one whip. Oh, that's booze. Where'd you get this? <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, there's alcohol in that? I just got it from the food trucks. Uh, and he's like, wait, they're selling alcohol out there? I'm like, yeah, crazy, right? Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then they defer to the whatever supervisor, and they're like, well, they can't bring it in if it's alcohol. I'm like, I got this, and then just pounded it and walked in, no problem. <laughs> oh, that's a good plan. That's a good plan. So That's yeah, a good plan. It uh, it, you know, I I once he said he asked me like if I took it, brought it in from outside, and I'm then I like start checking his badge and it's like, ooh, I don't know if this guy's this guy can actually detain me for anything. <laughs> <laughs> that can be. I mean, yeah, open container laws aren't the most serious, but you know, I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the last thing you want to do is be detained by like a rental cop, right? Just sit there and wait with him until a real cop shows up. <laughs> and it's not like I don't think they legally can. No, like I don't really know what what jurisdiction they have on that. Like if I run, then what happens? Well, hopefully, they just let you get away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put my picture up and say, hey, look out for this asshole. We don't want to see you around here again, okay? Yeah. Ah. Except, you know, I'll be there again during the day with a different shift and, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but overall, the uh, the con was the con was fun. It was kind of weird because, like, 
all of my responsibilities were on Saturday, which meant that I couldn't turn up as much on Saturday. And usually the way cons go is that it just kind of ramps up until the last day, in which case everyone drinks the last of their alcohol. And then Sunday or whatever last day it is, everyone's just a sentient hangover and then go home. And that's it. But in this case, because I had a bunch of shit to do on Saturday, Friday was the most lit night. And that was a successfully lit night. I hadn't seen Connie get that drunk since Japan. Nice. That was that was a good time. But yeah, uh, as far as the actual responsibilities that we had, on Saturday we had two panels. First was Bad Trivia for Bad Prizes, mm-hmm. which was a, a staple within this household. Oh, boy. What's fucked up is, like, I have a bunch of prizes here that I planned on bringing with me. Yep. And I forgot to give them to you yep. the day that you left with all this this recording equipment. One of them was that printer right there. Nice. <laughs> well, I have a record player back here that I wanted to give, give away. Man. And a couple growlers to breweries. So, California law dictates that you can't fill up growlers labeled with another company's name. So I was going to give these away knowing that they couldn't be filled up anywhere else. <laughs> so that, there diabolical. was that. And there's some other shit I'm here. I'm sure. There was a, like a bunch of shit that I just wanted to get rid of. That's That was really the purpose of the panel when I initially started it like at ALA years and years ago. Right. There were just people who wanted to get rid of shit and I wanted to get rid of shit. But I couldn't sell it. Right. So I was just like, all right, let's give away some really shitty stuff. Yeah, it's like the kind of stuff that's too good to just throw away, but not even really goodwill worthy for a lot of the stuff. Yep. So it's like, okay, what the fuck do we do with this? And then, yeah, that's, yeah, that was a staple of uh, how we got shit. There was one girl, Justine, she gave us a duffel bag and two boxes filled with shit. Oh, nice. It was ridiculous. Like, a few people came by and dropped stuff off, like uh, Gabriel, Boris, many other people I'm forgetting, I'm sure. But she just came through with a goddamn trunk load. And I'm like, all right, cool. I guess we're stocked. <laughs> like, midway through the panel, Nikki's talking about, like, oh, I, I don't think we're going through these questions too fast because we don't have enough stuff to give away. And I'm like, have you even looked around the corner? Like, there's we're not even halfway through this shit. Oh, God. How long did you guys get for the panel? Hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was good. That's, and that's pretty good. It was a ridiculous turnout, too. We had a moderately sized room, but it was standing room only. Holy shit, for real? Yeah. Oh man, that's dope. Nikki yeah. Nikki put out the APB on Facebook. Yeah, she she advertised the hell out of it. And then a good number of the people that were up there had a decent following. Like everyone knows Brian Tist. Yeah. I also did some announcements on it. Uh Lady Barra cosplay was up there. And then her girlfriend is a pretty popular cosplayer as well. And then our last member Goes by the name of Peach. I have no idea what following she has, but whatever. She was funny. So huh. uh, I was told on multiple occasions that my presence was sorely missed. Yeah, because I mean, was was there nobody up there that was mean enough to people? I don't know. It's like every every year, every crowd is a little different. For me, my my whole shtick was just misdirection, where like I would start a question one way and then end it in a way that you wouldn't expect, like. 
One of the questions was, uh, Michiro Yamane is a celebrated video game music composer, widely known for her work with Castlevania. How old is she? So it's like, no one, no one's thinking, okay, how the fuck old is she? Everyone's thinking like, okay, Castlevania, what are the games? Yada, yada. And it's like, oh wait, <laughs> fuck. I have, and of course, no one knows how old she is off rip. So yeah, yeah. I have I had a bunch of trivia questions written out too. Should you should have provided them because did you guys run out? Man, we ran out early. I was the only person that had over twenty questions prepared. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Because of what happened last year, where Brian and I just basically had no questions. I was like, let me over prepare this time. Yeah. Let me let me let me get thirty down. Let me get thirty because like each question takes about like. 30 to 45 seconds to get yeah, there about and then you pick somebody in the audience and that just adds to the time or whatever yeah they, like things take a little bit of time but you sometimes people just get that shit yeah and then it's like okay well that question took 10 seconds so move on to the next one you're good <laughs> <laughs> i like asking like non-sequitur questions or just questions about things that don't make any sense such as how tall is roman reigns like th- things like that. It's right. an anime convention. People aren't going to know that. Yeah. So it's, I mean, like you just, it, the point is to ask questions and just give shit away. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the oh, answer yeah. is. Actually, it's it, every time we do this panel, every time I attend this panel, I always leave with the same opinion of it is incredible what people do know and what people don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had, I had one question that was a real deep cut Fist of the North Star question that I expected no one to get. I had to look it up myself. And then when no one, like when everyone just kind of glazed over when I asked that question, then I asked like the most dumbed down version of that question and no one fucking budged. And I'm like, there's over a hundred people in this room. Easy. Not a single one of you have watched Fist of the North Star at all. No, okay. because they like that yaoi shit. If you would ask them about the ice skating one, oh yeah, you're they would have known. Or pop team epic, they would have known. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I don't, I don't know what these people watch. But then I want, I asked the question again. This was another misdirection kind of thing. The question started about Beethoven, but then the the actual question was who played the father in the 1992 movie Beethoven. And someone got it, like... 1992? Yeah, the the movie about the St. Bernard. Oh, oh, like ba- the dog, okay. Yeah. Because there was, oh, maybe that was a Mozart movie, the 1980s Mozart movie. Oh, I don't know that one. Was, it's the famous, uh, maybe it was Beethoven or Mozart, I can't remember who it was, but basically... It was the most 80s rendition of classical music ever, uh, because it's the one where he's playing the piano, he stands up and does like the fake fart. And then sits down oh, and starts playing again. Yeah. yeah, that's the one it was. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, this is the uh, the movie about the dog. <laughs> I can't remember that dude's name, but I know his face. It's Charles Grodin, which oh, I didn't. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> you would recognize him if you saw him. He was in a few um, John Candy movies. Oh yeah, I, when I looked him up, he looked familiar, but it's not a name I recognize. No, you know, no, he hasn't no. really been doing anything lately. No. So, I mean, he was in John Candy movies. That tells you right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, how did the panel go overall? It went pretty well. I, I think uh, most people were rather entertained, and uh, we gave away a ton of stuff, some of which was real good, some of which was real bad. Pierce ended up getting two bottles of 
you know those like uh, coffee flavorings, the Tarani flavorings. Yeah, yeah. One of them was bacon flavored. The other one was like, I don't fucking know. Actually, know what the <laughs> other one was. Pod flavored. Yeah, it was. It was two <laughs> things that you're never gonna want to put in your coffee, and he got two of them. <laughs> the only two prizes he got. Oh, nice. So yeah, nice. That was good. Did uh so one of the things that I like to do is at least try to make sure that everybody in the room gets something. Were you guys able to do that? Absolutely not. No, like oh, too because... many people would not put their hands up. Oh, fair enough. And like we we were trying, we were telling the crowd like, hey, this one's for everyone. Don't put your hand up if you've if you've answered a question. And then even still, half the crowd wouldn't do it. And uh-huh. like a quarter of the crowd that had their hands up already had a prize anyways uh, did ash did ash win anything you know i don't recall if he was there ah he said he was there i don't know he may have been i just, there were a lot of people in the room yeah it was a big popping panel congratulations yeah. to you nikki and everybody who was on the panel that's yeah. dope yeah yeah I, I know nikki took a picture of the crowd i'll get that from her and show you guys because it's I don't know. I was impressed. <laughs> yeah. I, oh man, it's been a while since I've been in front of a big crowd. I, I feel like it inflates my ego too much. No, that's perfect though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got my, I, my favorite question that, that got asked out of the entire thing was my own. And it was, what's the name of my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> How many people knew the answer to that? Uh, <laughs> and of course it was all people that i know personally yeah so course. shout out to all y'all that were in the crowd that were <laughs> had your hands up oh fuck yeah that's dope what was the second panel you were on the second panel was my brother's panel that's been a staple for us uh in the last few years called the dub show and the the premise of the panel is that we show anime clips Remove all the audio and say, okay, audience, three of you get up here and dub it. And, you know, you make your own dub and it's supposed to be, you know, sort of improv comedy kind of thing. And uh, it's, I mean, from my end, extremely easy from Pierce's end. He has some work to do because he has to edit a bunch of clips together, yada, yada. And then, but once it's running, it's pretty simple. And then we just leave it up to the audience it's entirely up to them whether the panel's great or terrible. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, it's a very low level of responsibility here. Good, good. But uh, normally, uh, for these for these shows, we get two of them. One of which is done with professional voice actors, and then like they'll come up and do their stuff, and then there'll be audience participation with the voice actors. So, you know, you can be up there doing a live dub with the voice of Goku. Like, that is literally something that's happened. Actually, not Goku. Kamina, but whatever. He's also the announcer for uh, Dragon Ball Z. So, you know. (laughs) Nice. But this year they didn't do that. And I don't know why, but it's fine by me. It's fewer responsibilities. But I think they took the numbers that we pull for the celebrity dub show and then kind of applied that to like, Oh, well they fill up main stage rooms. Cause you know, they have all this star power and people actually want to see the guests of honor. <laughs> well, when we do our late night dub shows where it's 18 plus as well, our crowds are much smaller, much drunker, but also much smaller. 
And they put us in one of like the main stage rooms. It was this massive hall that can fit at least 300 people. And it was like, eh, couldn't be more than 40. Jeez. So it is fucking deserted. And it's, it's actually not even that few people. It's just that everyone's so spread out in this giant ass room. I was like, oh, well, I guess there's no crowd this time. But yeah, because there's always those assholes who want to sit in the far back. Oh, you know it. Like, most of the crowd, for some reason, was off to the very far left of the room, which is, like, probably the worst place to sit because you have to watch the screen. And then there were a couple people in the middle and then a bunch of assholes in the back, like, way in the back. I don't know why. It's it's an audience participation thing. I should have called them out and said, hey, get your asses up to the front. I like doing that. I like calling people out. Yeah. But these these are nerds. They're scared. They don't like when uh, when people tell them what to do. No, they don't. And making them uncomfortable. Yeah, that's also very true. You know, they're I've got social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Any any fun stories come out of that convention? Nothing that co- oh, well, there <laughs> What happened with that house party? I didn't get to go. Uh, I didn't get to go. So I'll actually, I'll talk about that briefly. Cause uh, I was going to go with Connie and Dwayne. Cause we all, we were all on the list. This is a huge ass house party and there's a very specific guest list. And if you weren't on the list, you had to pay to get in it, real strict. There was security and everything. Like you had to pay to get in if you weren't on the list mm. and you can only get on the list. If you were invited by a host, and the hosts were like the guy actually with the house Lyle and I think like two other people that were like knew the host very well uh-huh. so it's like it was a pretty I wouldn't want to say handpicked list because I just went up to Lyle I was like yo it's me and these five people and he's like alright y'all good <laughs> <laughs> but uh so we're all gonna go because uh Doors opened at nine. Oh no, he released the address to the place at nine. Doors open at ten. So basically you had an hour to get there and then he was cutting it off after like fifty people got in. So we're like, okay, well, here's the address. Let's go. It's nine o'clock. And then Lyle's there with us, and he's like, Oh no, 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 it's cool. I'm one of the hosts. You're not going to get turned away if you're with me. And we're like, sweet. Let's go with you. When do you want to go? It's like, well, I'm going to go at 10, but I'm going to shower first. So we're like, cool. We're going to stay here and drink then and hit us up when you're ready to go. And we never heard from him again. <laughs> yep. Go figure. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's anime conventions. Yep. It's, if you Sounds lose, about right. You lose line of sight with someone, they're gone. Yeah. There's, they disappear into the void, and that's that's it. <laughs> that's, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. Like, we, we still had a good time. I heard that the place was pretty wild, and uh, they ended up ripping the couch that was there. And uh, they needed to raise like $500 to pay for it. Oh. Because it was in an Airbnb. So. Uh, yep. Of course. Yep. 
Of course. And shit got stolen and like all this. Oh. And like I hear, I heard that Diego, the guy that was hosting everything, I heard that he was just a ball of stress the entire fucking time. Just like too worried about everyone else breaking shit because they didn't know half the people there. Of course. Yeah. Like I that, mean, like, what the fuck do you expect? You're hosting a fucking party in an Airbnb. Yeah, at a convention. Oh, and he's God. from Colorado. So he doesn't even know half the, like, he doesn't know this scene here. So mm-hmm. he's just leaving it up to other people to invite people. And it's like. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be better off just renting, like, a ballroom and then hosting it in a ballroom. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot easier to, to manage. Also, possibly cheaper. Yeah, I mean, considering they had to come out of pocket five hundred. Well, yeah, that that shit sucks. So basically, I mean, like, what I would do if I were in their position next year is just see how much it would cost to rent out a ballroom at a nearby hotel, mm-hmm. get some tables, set up like a makeshift bar or whatever, yeah, and just do it that way. That would yeah. probably be a little bit cheaper. Although I think for something like that, if you're serving alcohol. Nope, you don't have to tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, but hotel security can just come through and be like, mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, they might need a permit, but yeah. like, you can hire your own dude. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, true. I mean, I know people that are licensed bartenders and like, hey, here's 20 bucks. Go party with <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. There was also... We talk about this because it happened right before, well, the night before we recorded our ALA episode. A friend of ours uh, got himself nearly arrested at a Denny's. Oh, good. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. And it was was just a matter of uh, all he wanted to order was seasoned fries. Like, that's it. That was that was the order. And other people ordered more complicated stuff there were grand slams and moons over my hammy and yada yada and his fries didn't come and then another group walks in orders gets their food he still doesn't have a seasoned fries and he's he's talking to them like yo where's my fries at what the fuck and it's like over an hour and those fries still don't come and now he just goes straight belligerent and it's like what the hell's going on i thought this was america i ordered some goddamn fries <laughs> and it, he's just cursing everybody oh my out. god that sounds like something would do was it it was not holy shit <laughs> that's a surprise yeah right yeah he wasn't here he wasn't there he was uh at home talking shit about ala ah, fuck him yep but yeah the cops did get called supposedly and they dipped before they got there oh good yeah fuck man yeah that sucks yeah but i didn't witness anything really too crazy which is a little surprising given that it's ala but i also didn't go super hard i intended on it and just didn't get around to it because Saturday night came around and I was tired after everything was done. The dub show was at midnight. Like, yeah, you can't really party that. after that. No, not at all. Not at all. Next year, I'll be there. I Next promise. Year. Next ALA, year. ALA, we'll do a real nerd hours meetup at ALA. Hell yeah. And then we'll have a little 
little get together for the panel. Yeah. And then I'll give away all the shit that I don't want in my apartment. Yeah. Huzzah. Yeah. 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 I I didn't do anything this weekend. I didn't do shit all weekend. Beautiful. Uh, I couldn't go because I had like some weird of familial obligation. <laughs> yeah. And uh and so I stayed in town. It was it was like it's like in those fucking movies where they have a suspect and they say, "Hey, don't leave town." That's <laughs> that's exactly how it was for me. That was that was what you were going under. Yeah, you're under house arrest now. Yeah, it, even though it's only an hour and a half drive away, like I I just couldn't go. Yeah, yeah. Next year. Next year. It'll be fun. Yeah. Plus, there's other cons. Yeah, I really want to go to Fanime this year. Ooh, what? I need to still get my room figured out for that. Did they already do the uh, lottery and shit for the rooms? Yeah. So Nikki got a room, but I don't stay with her at cons when I can help it because she likes to sleep. I don't. Uh-huh. uh-huh and uh-huh. that makes it very difficult for the other people oh. in the room that like to sleep. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I have Nikki as an option if I don't get it figured out, but I would like to be in a room that likes to party a little more. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You should talk to Tim Ho. He manages to get multiple rooms every fucking yeah, actually, convention. Actually, that's true. I should talk to him. I yeah. should also talk to the guy that got us our room last year because last year was a fucking mess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I booked the room. Like, so the way Fanime works for their hotel is that it's based. They open their hotel block based on when you buy your badge. I was one of the first people to buy a badge last year. So that meant I was one of the first people to be to have a room available. I was on that shit instantly. I'm making phone calls. I'm online while I'm at work, like just making sure this shit gets done. And I think when I got through online, basically there were so many people trying to book rooms at once. It was essentially DDoSing the server. And I think when I got to the confirmation page, that never went through. Like my my reservation never got confirmed. I did everything else, which was the hard part. Did you get the confirmation email? No, and sometimes that doesn't happen for a couple of days at, for events, especially when it's under like such heavy strain. So I didn't really sweat it. And then I was looking for my confirmation email a couple of weeks ahead of time for the uh, for the hotel, just so I can like make sure that I have all the price and everything like that. All settled. And I can't find the email. So I call up the hotel like, yo, I can't find my confirmation email. What's going on? You know, what, what's, what's good? Come on. And they're like, uh, we don't, we don't see that. I'm like, okay, I, <laughs> good joke. I did it on this date. I can tell you that. And they're like, mm, so long story short, I'm, I didn't have a hotel room. So I put out the all call and we got it figured out very very nicely but man was i sweating so yeah maybe i can go through the guy that rescued us last time yeah maybe so maybe so best of luck to you i don't know if i'm for sure gonna go but i want to i want to at least go to one convention this year yeah that'd be cool yeah i already bought my plane ticket for it so oh you're not even gonna bother driving this year fuck driving i've flown the last two years and i can't go back 
<laughs> I, because I, it's what, like 45 minutes in the air? Dude, yeah, it's such a short trip. It's not even that expensive. Actually, the reason why I flew in the first place, I was working full time and I had paid vacation, you know, all that. I was salaried and everything. But I did the math on it and the amount of time lost for having to drive was more expensive than buying a plane ticket and just leaving after work. So because I didn't have to miss another day of work, it ended up being cheaper. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm flying. I don't want to spend eight hours each way on the road. I'll spend an hour and a half in an airport total. Like, yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was nice. <laughs> it's a good call. I wonder how much flights are. I booked. It might be what? Through, like 200, something like that. I booked through Southwest and it, Oh, there were, gross. I know, yeah, but the only reason I did was because there were flights for $59 each way. Oh, not bad at all. <laughs> so after taxes and everything, and one of my flights, the $59 one would have been like leaving at 6 a.m. to come home. I'm like, eh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to be still drunk. <laughs> so, what's, uh, what's the Uber situation like from the airport? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Oh, and you split it with whoever you're flying with. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Actually, I think it's less than twenty. Uh-huh. It was yeah, it was twenty for a taxi. Oh, so an Uber was like twelve. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, holy shit! So there you go. There's your tips for uh, for Fanime for you know all the listeners that are going to Fanime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I I don't know how many people listen that go to conventions. Honestly, I can think of at least five. Oh well, touche. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. So, what'd you watch? All right. So, I watched Godzilla. Oh, Planet of the Monsters? Yeah. 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 Did you see it? Yes. What'd you think? I thought it was all right. It wasn't, like, great. There there are things in that show that I find, like, kind of unsettling in that, as far as, like, the plot goes. Okay. Because it's, I don't think it's, like, a... A good story. <laughs> there are parts of it that are actually really cool. Like yeah. the beginning of the film where he's sitting in the little uh, little lander or whatever. And he's just like, nah, I'm not leaving this. You guys are just going to kill these people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, this is dope. This is like, this is actually really dope. But then it kind of forgets that halfway yeah. through the movie. And it's not even halfway. As soon as they land on Earth, basically. Yep. And it's like, uh, well... You guys had something here, but yeah, yeah, no longer, no longer. Yeah, I thought it was solidly mediocre. Yeah, like, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. I didn't hate watching it, but uh, I felt like it could have done things so differently it felt rushed in a lot of ways but also really slow at the same time (laughs) yeah 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 it's it's hard to describe however i will say i'll give it credit for a few things i like the premise of it like that godzilla's too strong even aliens can't handle him so they just dip and then realize shit we got nowhere to go we gotta go back to earth maybe he's dead and it's like no no it's worse (laughs) Exactly. So I thought that was that was a cool premise just off that. And I liked the ending. Not like the very, very end, but the big revelation at the end. That was exactly what I wanted. And yeah, I was I was for it. Good. 
But <laughs> my gripes with it include the animation style is weird. And there were times when it looks really good and times when it looks real bad. Yeah, it's really strange because sometimes it feels like they're cutting frames out from the 3D animation. Yeah. And it's like, how are you doing that like why would you like you can't like are you telling it to skip every third frame or something what the fuck yeah and then like they they had it was cell shaded 3d so it had like these hard shadows and a lot of times that just didn't really work with the environment or like godzilla is so scaly and like sinewy that it, it just made the, him look you, you can, it's impossible to make out his features yeah it, like there's so much going on, it just looks weird. Yeah. So yeah, that that wasn't great. And then they kill off a bunch of people, and they're supposed to be like emotional moments, but you don't give a fuck about any of the characters. No. And the main character is insane. Yeah, he, he is. is a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> All he wants is his fucking revenge. Yeah, and like everyone around him's like, "Yo, chill the fuck out." But he's the main guy, so of course his plan is what they go with and what ends up working out. Yeah. Except yeah. at the end. Except at the end. <sighs> I I mean, can you recommend it, though? If you're a real big Godzilla fan, yeah, but only, only that. Like, it's an hour and a half. It's not the biggest time commitment, but I wouldn't really say it was worth watching. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree. It wasn't great. Yeah. It was just all right. Yeah. I'm more interested because they set it up for sequels and they have it listed in Netflix as being episode one. Yeah. So I imagine it's going to be a series of probably three OVAs or something. It's coming out uh, May of this year. Okay. The second one is. Okay. So I'm still going to watch that because... You're I, interested to see where it goes? Yeah. It it could go good places. But if the second one isn't good, I'm not watching anything past that. I doubt it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my my question is, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm the asshole, right? Maybe maybe all products start out this way with some asshole saying like, "Why couldn't they just do it well?" You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, how did they fuck it up? I had, like this is this is the crazy thing to me, right? Like, I Bright is a good example of mm-hmm. this, right? I read the original script and then I watched the movie. The original script is better than the movie, and like, are, is it just a situation of too many cooks? Like, how do, how how does something like Castlevania, which is like basically a clear piece of shit, get released? <laughs> I mean, like, all right. To be fair, it's all right. It's all right. It's not yeah. great. Could have been way better. But, like, how does something such as that get released, but nobody's like, huh, we could have just done better on this? Like, the story (laughs) could have been better. I don't know, because, like, it's really weird when you start thinking about, when I start thinking about things like, oh, so these shows get Academy Awards because they have good good writing Mm -hmm. or good acting or whatever. And then you look at something like Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters versus something like Ghost in the Shell, and you're just like, what's the disconnect here? Why can't everybody just produce, like, at least middling stuff, right? right. Like, why, 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 is, why does stuff come out and why does it suck? You know what? 
That's the philosophical question of the week. Why do things come out and why do they suck? I mean... Somebody out there loves it, I'm sure. Yeah, and I, I think that's part of it. Like, they make something... Sometimes it's just not for you. You know, like, there I, there are movies that are generally considered objectively good. Like, as, as close to objectively good as you can get. And I... I'll just say that you know what I didn't like it. I didn't. I don't care for most of Alfred Hitchcock's work. I don't care for Citizen Kane. All that. That just doesn't interest me. But you know, a lot of film buffs will will hate me over that. I mean, however, I also appreciate you know straight garbage sometimes. That's the thing is though. It's like I think you're. I think you're capable of recognizing the impact that yeah. those films had. Yeah versus like the quality that that you may find them now because i mean yeah. like you basically have 50 60 years of films inspired by those films mm-hmm. that built off of those films so it's kind of just like well this is where it started not everything in this movie is a classic but you know yeah. like that great clapping scene that's great <laughs> that's fantastic it was a great, it was a great scene yeah but I don't know. I yeah, don't. I feel you. And I, I think other times it's just a failed attempt. Like, I've put stuff out into the world thinking that it would be good, but by the time I finished it, it wasn't. And, like, I recognize that it's not great, but there's also, it, we're past the point of no return because we got clients that have deadlines, we have a budget, you know. Yeah. Things like that just get in the way. So, with something like an animation, you can't really do reshoots. It's real expensive to change some things up. And if it's a major plot point, you're done. So if the writing wasn't great to begin with, well, you know, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I understand that everything requires money and things have a price and shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you couldn't just, I don't know. Run it past somebody who's made something good. It couldn't just do better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People hire consultants for this sort of thing, right? Like, uh, we need a consultant. You'll notice with a lot of companies that have a bunch of inexperienced people, what they'll do is hire consultants. Mm-hmm. So at least they can look like to investors, they have some sort of idea of what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? We have these four consultants that have done this in the past, the same exact product. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, they're here to help us, right? These are our board of operators or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're here to help. Why can't they just do that in film, television, anime, whatever? Say like, hey, I have a consultant here. Here's the script, Mr. Consultant, Mr. G- uh, award-winning consultant who's not too old because once you've won a bunch of <laughs> awards and got old, aka Ridley Scott, you start producing really shitty, terrible things such also, as Alien Spielberg. Covenant. Uh, we'll see about Spielberg. He's he's real hit or miss these days. There was a while where he was just on fire, and then I feel like After most AI. I think it's where the drop off started. <sighs> yeah, I mean, Cowboys and Aliens was hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did he direct that or produce it? Mm, I don't remember. Uh, I know no. he definitely had his name attached to it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Some people fall hard. 
Yeah, after you after you hit a certain age, you're just out of touch, and people just won't tell you no. Yeah, yeah, and like his name carries so much weight. Like who's gonna who's gonna go up to Spielberg and be like, "Yo, this idea sucks." <laughs> He's gonna look at you like, "Who the fuck do you know why?" <laughs> <laughs> and even if he doesn't say that, someone else is gonna say that. Like, how could you talk to Spielberg like that? Right? I don't know. There should just be an agency of people full like full of people who just check people. Oh, right? man, like I would love that job. Yeah, same. <laughs> somebody, somebody comes, brings in Kanye, and he plays his new album, and you're just like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? Why are you doing this? Kill yourself." Yo, do you remember what graduation sounded like? Remember that album? Can you do that again? <laughs> do you remember late registration? Yeah, mm, I know you may not want to do that as long as you don't go back to 808s and heartbreaks. I think everybody will be fine, right? Yeah, yeah come right. On. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe otherwise, just kill yourself. You're done, though. You're done. No one like. No one wants holes in their clothes. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) No one. Stop it. Yeah, the only other thing I've been watching is uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, you're watching it for the first time or rewatching? Rewatching it. it. Okay. I don't. I, no, I just thought it was on Crunchyroll, and they only have the uh, the Japanese version on there. And I'm like, I can't watch this. I got I, I to go back to my dub. And that show still bangs, man. I really, I just, I really like the show. If you haven't seen it, every episode's on YouTube. Real easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good show. Yeah. It's quite enjoyable. And... You and- know, binging it, because I've just been, like, putting it on in the background, like, while doing stuff... So I've essentially been binging it, and that show moves right along in ways that a lot of shonens don't. Yeah, that's that was one of the more impressive parts. Like within the first thirteen episodes, doesn't it resolve the first arc? Yeah, in the first thirteen episodes, he he dies, comes back, becomes a spirit detective, and like meets up with Hiei and Karama, and then like. The next arc, I forget. I, for, I forget where episode thirteen ends. But like within the first twenty six episodes, it's like gone through three major arcs, and shows don't do that, especially not shonen, especially not back in the day, like when when Dragon Ball was still popping. Oh like, God! Yeah, that shit. Like I noticed it as a kid because you know Dragon Ball Z was my shit, and then I see this, and I'm like, oh. These fights take an episode and a half at most instead of like a season. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. One of my favorite, like after a lot of people say this shit, but they say after the dark tournament, it should have ended. Yeah. But and that's like a fair criticism, I guess. But the dark tournament was actually the most ball and shit to come out of that show. It actually arguably. I agree. Like with that, it should have ended after the dark tournament uh-huh. because it kind of it like goes up, it like it goes up and up and up, and like Hiei has these crazy fucking powers now, yeah. <laughs> and Kuruma has these fucking weird powers yeah. now, and then like uh, what's his name, Kuwabara's, yeah, yeah, even yeah. even Kuwabara's got shit going on for him, yeah, like having sex with that princess that doesn't talk, yeah, shit, <laughs> <laughs> that show's really good. I, I really enjoy the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it all the way through just because because there's also like the the 
part directly after the dark tournament, like when they're back in the human world and like now everything's getting a little weird in the human world. Like that's the part I forget the most, mm-hmm. but also, you know, some of the more interesting stuff. Cause it's like also one thing that I like about that show and that arc really exemplifies that is that it's not just a matter of who can punch who harder. Like, you actually have to employ strategies and people use different techniques and like and nobody's like playing 4d chess at all times no there's no character in that show that was like oh i was just pretending like i was just fucked up i i've had this calculated the entire time it's been a trap the whole time (laughs) i think the closest you get to that is with kuruma yeah in one or two fights well yeah because he's he's the strategic type you know he doesn't do brute force so no, no yeah and he's a giant fox yeah he's like a reverse furry <laughs> he's a fox who became a real boy yep yeah yeah that is a reverse furry shit yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i respect the show in a lot of ways and i feel like there are lessons to be learned from it that haven't <laughs> <laughs> of course not of course not because after after you haka show then you get bleach and bleach was all about the 4d chess you know it was the oh well i didn't think i'd have to pull out this technique oh you pulled out that technique well i have to pull out this technique well i was using this other super technique the whole time yeah bleach bleach kind of sucked in I mean, not even kind of, but it really sucked. There were some really fucking cool concepts in yeah. there, though. There were there were a lot of things that I was like kind of big fan of. But again, it suffered from the same issues that something like a Dragon Ball Z did, mm-hmm. where the fights took too long. Mm-hmm. The story was like kind of like I would argue that the stories in Dragon Ball Z were basically non-existent. Yeah. It's like these dudes want to fight each other, so they're just going to fight. Right. It was everything was just a vehicle toward another fight. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with Bleach, they pretend as if there's story. Yeah, there was a semblance of a story. Yeah. And then it kind of melted away. <laughs> exactly. And it just became dudes fighting in places with white backgrounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Kubo was so lazy with the backgrounds. <laughs> Yeah, now that that series, it started out so differently than it ended in the worst way. Like, once they go into the Shinigami world, then it's like the tone of it changes. Like, everyone's power ramps up way too quickly, especially Ichigo, especially Ichigo. Like, he's barely a Shinigami, like, barely has any powers, and then, like, Three episodes later, he's fighting one of the captains, and the captains are like the head bitches of everything. Like you, you can't take out a captain having just learned this shit, and then suddenly he can. Yeah, no, stop. And and then he puts on a shinigami mask, and it's got vocoder installed. Yep. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna stop you. You cannot defeat me. I'm going to put fucking auto-tune over that entire bit. Good. And then we'll see how it turns out. Good. I hope it turns out really crazy. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show. And then after after the shit with Aizen, like, that was bad enough. The fight with Aizen specifically was kind of cool. 
I never got that far. Most people didn't. Most people stopped before then, and rightfully so. But <laughs> once they finished the fight with Aizen, that absolutely should have been the end of the show. Like, Ichigo literally gives up his powers to kill Aizen. So he's done. Some of them have the arc of him getting his powers back. Oh. Yep. Mm. Yep. That was fucking stupid. And then... Okay, well, we fought Hollows. We fought other Shinigami. The only people left is Quincy's. Oh, remember Uryu Ishida? <coughs> yeah, his people. Oh, by the way, remember how you, you're part hollow because you were partially holified? Also, you're part Shinigami? Also, you thought you were human? Well, also, you're a Quincy. You're a Quincy all along. Also, the, the head dude in charge of all the Quincy's, well, he planned this all from the start. Hold on, really? Is that how? I am hundred how- <laughs> percent serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Yep. I hate those stories. Oh, like yes. one thing that can end in every, every, every single fucking medium out there. Every single one: video games, movies, uh, anime, TV. I hate the one. Oh yeah. Like the uh, the concept of the one has been fucking tired since the Matrix. <sighs> it's been it's been beat to death. I don't care if I like you can you can just work up a story to make it so they're there by coincidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't it it doesn't have to be like, oh, you're the one. Yeah, it doesn't have the one. Destiny is a very weak plot point. So stop. Just stop trying to make it like this big planned divine thing. Like it it's it's weak ass writing. But the worst writing even worse than I had this plan from the beginning. Even worse than that. Mm-hmm. So, the Super Quincy's, as I'll just call them, they all have their gimmick. And for whatever reason, they all re- relate to their names. Like, oh, I'm the... Oh, I... I I don't know. I'm My, John Quincy Adams. Right. I, I write really, really well. It's it's dumber than that. It's, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumber than that. It's uh, they so, call me Fire Boy, and I like things on fire. Also, a little bit dumber than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so there's like 26 of them. So there's one that corresponds to each letter of the alphabet. I'm Zebra Man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that. Clip, so it's clop, like, clip, they call clop. me they call me Z because I'm the zebra. Oh, I'm H, the hero. So all of my stuff is heroic. And like, I don't remember which letter this fucking was, but one of the guys. He transcended whatever shit that he was doing, and then he became a god. And, like, literally, his power became, I am god. I'm untouchable. So then, one of the captains, well, his assistant was like, well, I have this Bankai that doesn't do anything except against gods. (laughs) (laughs) I've got this perfect key for this perfect lock. That nobody ever knew about. Never. Ne- never. Never. It was, Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> That's so stupid. So then I kept reading because, you know what? It was a real-life situation of the sunk cost fallacy. I've gotten this far already. I'm not quitting. Oh, boy. The end was very clearly in sight. I had to finish it. What happens at the end of the series? They kill God, <laughs> uh, which... Funny enough, wasn't that God? I don't even remember exactly how they did. 
I don't remember exactly how they did it, but I know part of it was Eisen wasn't really dead. He was just locked the fuck away. It wasn't, I think, mm, I thought, I thought I saw that in one of the Bleach movies. Maybe. I don't remember. Oh, also terrible writing, but was done because the fans wanted it. They brought back a lot of other characters that were dead. Like Grimjow, for example, was he was a popular villain. Um, he was one of the hollows. He, was, he had blue hair. You know, girls loved him, yada. And he was an interesting character for a bit, but he dies. It was a good. It was a good fight. He died. Okay, the end. He's done. Then he comes back like twenty chapters before the end. Shows up, does like one thing, and then is irrelevant again. It was really fucking stupid. Huzzah. I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't get why they did a lot of the stuff that they did, but they did. And that series ended in the most terrible way, and that's why you should never keep a series going past when the creator wants it to stop. Because Kubo did not want to keep it going. And that shit just got mad lazy. When did he want it to stop? Like After Ryzen. After Eisen? Oh, yeah. okay. When when it should have stopped. But he was out under too much pressure from whatever whoever was paying him like yo your shit's too popular keep it going <laughs> there there are a bunch of girls on twitter writing fanfic about this yeah. we need you to keep going yeah. we need the fanfic coin oh shit oh that's the next that's Ooh. the next cryptocurrency the fanfic coin slash fic coin oh my the God. slash coin slash coin. get your slash coins here write all the shitty fanfic about knuckles getting pregnant with sonic's baby and, <laughs> and tails being jealous all you want oh man that's how we're gonna fund all our terrible fanfics. Yeah. Did you hear about the uh, the Ethereum based coin that fucked their all, all their investors? Uh, apparently, they only got away with eleven dollars. What? Yeah, somebody I had retweeted a story. I, I don't know it's true. I didn't. I didn't read it. Uh, somebody had tweeted the story. I retweeted it, and then somebody tweeted at me saying. Well, they didn't get away with millions. They got away with $11. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, because the story was there were a supposedly Lithuanian, Latvian, one of them L countries. Yeah, some, somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it was all a lie anyway. But uh, they were a European-based company that was looking to, like, source plants for like non-gmo organic kind of stuff and like use this coin to fund their projects so investors supposedly dumped in a bunch of money and then they just dipped and then left their website saying only one word penis nice and that much is true but i didn't hear that they only got away with 11 dollars. what the fuck happened <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I'd have to read the story. I could be full of shit. And like that person who tweeted at me could have been full of shit. That is also I'm true. I'm not entirely sure. Well, it's, it, we'll see. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe. maybe one day we'll find out. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna send in a correction. There you go. If yeah. if you know the story, talk about it in the subreddit. Yeah. Yeah. I I only looked into it like as the story was breaking, and even then it was a skim. Yeah. So. No, nah, I don't. I don't read. Who reads? Yeah, come Reading's on. Reading's for fucking losers. That's Are why you you're a loser. Listen? Absolutely not. <laughs> exactly. 
That's why I don't read. I can't read. <laughs> I can't even read. I can't read. I can't see. I'm blind. I bet you guys didn't know that. <laughs> uh, oh, I forget, almost forgot about this. What? So Dragon Ball Fighters came out. And uh, yeah, I got some opinions on it. And uh, ahead, it, so it came out on Friday, but I was at ALA, so I didn't actually get to play it until Monday night. And I'm torn on it. It's fun. Like, I enjoy playing the game because it's a new fighting game. Why wouldn't I enjoy it? But I feel like the game is too dumbed down. It's too shallow. And I worry about its longevity, especially on a competitive standpoint. Because right now, I don't even know how many characters there are. But there's there's at least 20-something characters. And those 20-something characters can all do basically the same shit. And that's a problem. Like, of course, my team is a bit of a joke of Goku, Goku, Goku. Oh, jeez, naturally, they're yeah. <laughs> they all have the same fucking moves. They're all different characters, but they're all similar. Like... Oh, you got blue-haired Goku, you got pink-haired Goku, and normal Goku. Well, blonde Goku, but yeah. There's there's rumors that there's going to be a fourth DLC Goku. Oh, boy. <laughs> of regular-ass Goku, not Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, Goku Blue doesn't have uh, Kamehameha. Instead, he does teleports and stuff. So, I mean, like, yeah, there's some variants on the characters. Like, they all have different movesets, so that's cool. But where they share their similarities, every character shares their similarities. Every character, there's auto combos. There's two variants on auto combos, and that's fine, whatever. But every character can do light, medium, heavy, chase them, light, medium, jump, cancel, light, light, medium, super. Just about every character can do that. And if they can't, it's something very close to that. That is shallow. I don't like that. And mid-screen combos are weak. Corner combos, you get some swag. Corner combos are where you can actually open stuff up, but it's corner only. And defensive options are a little lacking. Block strings are a little weird. I don't know. It's, It's a different game. And I think we still need to discover some things to it. But at a glance, the game feels shallow. And it makes me very thankful for Marvel Infinite, despite everyone saying, oh, game's dead, Dragon Ball killed it. Well, if anything, this game makes me want to play Marvel more, and I have a feeling I'm not the only one. So, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to keep playing Dragon Ball. I'm going to keep playing Marvel. I just can't see it lasting for more than a year in a competitive standpoint, unless something major changes. Yeah, they'll probably release, like... If I had to guess, and this is this is like Denzel who doesn't know anything talking out of his ass here, <laughs> they'll probably put out like an arcade edition or something, uh, probably in a year, year and a half. Yeah, and I'm you know I'm I'm fine with that. I know a lot of people are very upset when they have to buy essentially the same game twice. But if it's an overhaul, it's an overhaul. Like I don't yeah I don't mind it. You know, as soon as they see how popular it is, they'll actually put work into it. And. Uh, 
I feel like the game, it's not a matter of them being lazy with it or cheap with it. Because that was the case with Marvel Infinite where they was cheap with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm still salty about that. But this game clearly has a lot of love put into it. But the gameplay just, I don't feel like it's as deep as a lot of other fighting games. Especially, like, compared to Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, or Marvel, which are the closest comparisons that we've got. And there's other stuff that I like. I know is partially my fault as a player because, like, when I play it, I feel mad scrubby because the shit that I can get away with online is dumb, and then the shit that people get away with on me online is dumb. And I'm like, what the fuck? How am I getting hit by this? Why the fuck can't I tag out my character when I'm trying to? No, I didn't call an assist. I wanted to tag you, piece of shit. <laughs> Sounds like you got to change up those keys, Playboy. I got to do something. But, uh, I mean, I'm winning most of my matches. So oh, shit. Me. Talk your shit. I heard of someone that had to go 200 games before getting a win. And I'm like, dog, why are you still... Go to practice mode. Figure it out. That's interesting. That's a, I wonder how that happened. Yeah. I feel like I could even get a win before 200. Yeah, definitely. Like, Unless they went straight into online matches, didn't do practice mode and stuff. Like, what are you doing? I think I, I I would argue that out of 100 games, I think I could get one win. Yeah, even... Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. I think that might be our next power hour. <clears throat> how many wins will it take? Or how many games will it take for Denzel to get a single win? Okay, yeah. That'd be real boring if I pull it out the first time. Right. <laughs> well, then, then it's a matter of, okay, how many can you get in a row or something? Yeah, psh, one. one in a row we could (laughs) yeah also one thing I really dislike about the game is the menu like the main menu is an online lobby you can't enter the game without being in an online lobby I don't know the chibi characters yeah I thought that was just for like okay I'm gonna go I want to watch some replays or I'm going to do an online match or whatever. No, everything. When you go to arcade mode, you're in that lobby. When you go to story mode, you're in that lobby. Everything is done via lobby. And I don't know why. It could be to prevent hacking or something, but who gives a shit? Keep that for online play, not for single player or local play. That seems weird. I would just rather menu. Yeah. Huh. It's, It's real strange. And you can play offline, mm-hmm. which fucking better be able to, but I don't understand that decision. And it's a shitty one. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's 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 kind of my take on Dragon Ball overall. Is that it's fun but lacks depth. Fair enough. So, yeah, if you were interested in a, in in playing it at all. Yeah, you might have fun with it. You might not. Who am I to say? I'm not your fucking nobody, dad. Nobody's going to tell you whether or not you're going to have fun with it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Let's get in some questions. Yeah. Let's let's get some questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Yeah. Drop in. Say hello. Join our ever-growing community. Join the discussion. Join the discussion. Join, join us. Join us. Yes, do it. Join us. Join us. Also, we don't have Eric here. If you hadn't noticed in the 
hour and some change that (laughs) 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 we've been talking that eric hasn't been here uh he had had stuff to do with his bands so uh, he's got a show this friday he needs to practice yeah so he'll be back on in two weeks I don't know. One week? I don't yeah, know. Whenever, whenever we're not doing the ALA episode. Yeah, whenever we're not doing that. Yes, yeah, speaking of which, ALA, uh, Chet recorded an episode at ALA. I think that's going to come out next week. Yeah, I don't know. It's up to me. I don't know I'm, why I'm even posing that as a question. It's up to me. It'll probably come out next week. I can't tell you when. I can't tell you. I, I don't know. But it'll come out at some point. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So Leo Larkin asks a question for Eric that I'm going to skip and we'll just get back to it later. Yeah. And then he also asks, have you guys played Doki Doki Literature Club yet? And do you have any thoughts? I haven't played it, but I've heard a lot of fun and interesting things. So I've played Doki Doki Literature Club and I really enjoy it. But uh, yeah, I can't really talk about it too much. uh, Because Denzel ain't played it yet. Yeah, I'll get to it at some point. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'll play it. It's free. You you weren't doing shit this weekend. Could have done it. Yeah, that's right. That's completely true. Actually, I did do something this weekend now that I think about it. Oh. Played a little bit of Dark Souls 2. Oh, yeah. Okay. How'd that go? It's all right. Died a lot? No. I mean, it's the very beginning of the game. I don't know how Uh, much people expect you to die. I only really played Demon Souls, which is the very first one, which is often forgotten because then... They started going from Dark Souls, but yeah, that game pretty much. If you get past the first stage within an hour, it's that's impressive. Like they okay. they, there's no real ramp up in difficulty. They just kind of like start you off on hard mode, and then they just kick it up to fuck you mode. Okay, so yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, Samurai Jack the Face Ripper says. Well, he has a question for Eric, but we're also going to get to that later. But then he mentioned, and then he says, when you guys mentioned vegans and punk music, it immediately made me think of Doyle from the Misfits. Dude is 53, shredded as fuck, and nailing a chick 21 years his junior. Yeah, the dude looks good. Yeah, uh, I would venture to guess that he's taking steroids. Decent chance of that, because, uh, yeah, he's, he's big, and he's yeah, looking good. He's, he's like... A piece of advice that I was given uh, when looking out for people on steroids a while ago was like, if their body in some way looks a little bit disproportionate, hmm. like I think his his arms, like especially his forearms, look a little bit too juicy. Oh yeah, but he does play guitar, and that's true. Yeah, but I, I I'm also willing to say he was probably on steroids, and that's not even like throwing shade it's just a lot of people are on steroids yeah i mean it's not even it's not a bad thing to take I mean, steroids it kind of is but it's, it's not it's not as bad as people like to make it yeah i would i'd be willing to guess that hugh jackman at some t- point took steroids yeah he did get pretty big pretty quick yeah i mean like i i know personally at least three people that are open about their steroid use and it's gotten them results yeah, they look good. They're good-looking dudes. Yeah, they, they look like they've taken steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Juice Campbell asks, Denzel, 
Does it ever seem weird being friends with Dick, with him being somewhat of a right-wing sweetheart these days? I like the guy too, even though I'm pretty much a liberal, and I agree with you dudes on pretty much every issue that you've brought onto the show. I, w- I don't know. This isn't going to be me throwing shade or anything, but like, I wouldn't necessarily say that Dick and I are friends. We're like friendly. We're we're more so like acquaintances or uh, associates or something. Colleagues, I'd, even yeah, <laughs> colleague. I, it's hard to explain because it's it's like that person that you had in your high school class where. You didn't necessarily talk to them a whole bunch, but you're always friendly to each other when you see each other. And every once in a while, you'll talk. Like, if it, if it comes up, like, if something happens, you, you talk to each other, you know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's tough to explain. We're not, I mean, we're not close, I guess. We're not, I guess that's really the best way that I can phrase it. We're not close. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike Basnez, or Basnez. Mike B. Asnes. <laughs> Mike Basnes asks, First of all, I'd like to thank you guys for inspiring me to visit Japan for the first time this past October. Every time I hear your intro song, it brings me back to when I pulled the trigger on that adventure. My girlfriend and I will be staying in Tokyo for a week this March and will be taking day trips to Osaka and Kyoto. Chet, do you have any spots you'd recommend we check out? Any places to avoid. When I was there last year, we stayed in a shady-ass Airbnb in Kabukicho. Was it just me, or did you experience Nigerian hustlers around Golden Guy as well? Okay, first off, the only Nigerian hustlers I ran into were actually in Harajuku, and they were just kind of peddling their wares and trying to get us to go into shops. And it wasn't, you know, they weren't too aggressive or anything. And hell, I tried to talk to a bunch of them, but they only knew French and Japanese. So (laughs) it's like, oh, black guy, I know you. But no, it's not. (laughs) Uh, As for for recommendations for the trip, I would actually recommend if you're going to go to Osaka and Kyoto, stay there. Stay at least one night in each because it's a long trip especially from Tokyo to Osaka, that's like four hours by train, depending on which train you take it. It's between three and five hours. It's also not, it's not very cheap. And there's so much to do in both Osaka and Kyoto, especially depending on what you want to do. Like I would definitely stay at least one night in each of those places. If you have to take a day trip, you can. I don't really know what your priorities are. But there's like there's a bunch of drinking and like entertainment stuff in Osaka. It's it's a lot like it's a lot like Tokyo in that way. But there's also a lot of historical sites and temples and all that. So if you are interested in that in the historical part, Osaka Castle is really cool. It's huge and it's old and it used to be the literal capital of Japan. Like that was that was the castle where the fucking emperor lived. So it's it's a really cool place, but now it's a museum and you can learn a lot of interesting history and get a fantastic view. Uh otherwise there's Dosonbury, which is like their big entertainment district which was actually where I was staying. And if you're into seafood, 
crab is like one of their local specialties and there are restaurants that serve nothing but crab which i was so down with we went to this one spot like they have they have steamed crab grilled crab boiled crab crab sushi crab sashimi crab sake disgusting it was fucking dope and connie doesn't like seafood especially not shellfish so we're all like yo so we're going though and she's like i'm gonna find anything else to do y'all have fun and we did and it was great so yeah if you like seafood especially crab that spots dotsonbury is great for that actually dotsonbury is really well known for a few delicacies because they're also known for their takoyaki their okonomiyaki their crab I feel like there's something else I'm missing, but I know there's a bunch of famous ramen spots that are down there as well. So I really like Osaka, if you can't tell. And I, I, I have to recommend staying there for more than just a day. Kyoto is also really cool. It's much less uh, hustle and bustle kind of big city than Tokyo and Osaka, but it also has much more historical sites. There's a, a tour that you can find online. I forget what they all consist of but we went to five shrines in one day and that was a lot <laughs> there's there's the golden shrine the silver shrine uh, there's one that's some dragon something maybe we only went to four because I'm blanking on one but then the big one that we went to at the end was uh, Fushimi Inari and you, if you've done any research on any of this, or if you've seen like travel stuff for Japan, you've probably seen this this temple. It's got a bunch of those big uh, shrine gates where it's like you know two poles and then like a bent thing going across, and it's got little things under that. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got Fujin and something. Yeah, outside. yeah, all that. So this temple has 30,000 of those gates. Holy fuck. It's huge. And it like the temple is on this mountain and it basically is the mountain. So there's the town outside of it. Then there's like the big old shrine area itself, which is also pretty large and everything's orange, which is kind of cool. But then you can just hike up the mountain and that's a hell of a hike. I'd be interested, like, if I had a time machine, I'd like to see what it was like at its most popping. Right. That'd be, what if they just didn't let anybody in there? There were just only monks sweeping. Yeah. Be real creepy. Right. So, yeah, that, that spot's really cool. And that one's open, I think, basically always. Just that, you know, if you come after like 5 p.m., all the shit outside is going to be closed. But. You can do that one last because, hey, they're not going to kick you out. Whereas the other ones might. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other things to check out in Tokyo. I mean, I'm assuming you've done most of the big touristy Tokyo things. You know, if you haven't walked around Shibuya, check that out. If you haven't gone through Harajuku, check that out. It really depends on what you're into. If you're in, if you want to do drinking and stuff, then most of downtown Tokyo is where you got to be. If you can, if you're with someone that speaks decent Japanese, try and get tickets to the Ghibli Museum because 
that's fucking cool. But you really need to be with someone who can speak some Japanese in order to get those tickets. Because it's... That shit ain't easy. <laughs> we we got help from a clerk at the Lawson's that we bought them at. Because you can buy all your tickets at convenience stores. Because convenience stores are so convenient out there. That's dope. Yeah. Like, you can buy tickets for, for Disneyland and shit. Like, whatever you want at this kiosk in the convenience store. That's so cool. It's really fucking cool. Like, seriously, convenience stores in Japan make me just hate convenience stores out here. It's like, oh, cool. You've got beer. You've got some shitty hot dogs. That's great. That's all you got? Somebody called them something else recently. I think it was like Variety Store or something like that. What, out here? Yeah, they're not convenience stores, but Variety Stores. I have never heard that term. Yeah, he's from Connecticut. Huh. But whatever. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. Yeah. Let us know if you have any regional dialect names for uh, for, for your convenience stores. It Liquor is, uh, stores. Liquor stores. Bodegas. Convenience stores. Variety stores. See, it's funny because I actually qualify each of those things as different. Like a bodega is different than a liquor store than a convenience store to me. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I can think of other things to do, but it largely depends on what you're interested in. If it's history, if it's drinking, if it's shopping, if it's touristy bullshit you know there's plenty to do all of the above also if you haven't checked out an onsen do that go to an onsen they're fun okay so how about this you guys you guys everybody listening at home how about you get on the patreon you know what i'll put a new goal up there i don't know how much it would cost (laughs) but essentially the new goal will be send your boys to japan Oh, send us to Japan. We'll we'll write a little book. Yeah, we'll just do a fucking vlog and not do be Jake Paul of, about it. Do some videos, not leave a squid and a fish on the back of a taxi. We'll do that. <laughs> I'll leave a squid well, and a fish in my do fucking that. mouth. Yeah, I'll put I'll put a squid and fish in my mouth on video. Yeah, but they have to be cooked. Oh, I'll do it raw. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll do it raw. I mean, they as long as they're dead. Right, yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, if it's prepared, and like, you're supposed to put this in your mouth. <laughs> yes, then exactly. I'm, then I'm good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Support the Patreon. Get on the pa- I'll put up the goal. We'll do some travel vlogs, and then we'll do some drinking in foreign countries. I want to go to Montreal real bad. Yeah. I can't explain to you how much I would enjoy doing that. <laughs> Yeah, like, like traveling and just, I mean, just traveling in general. Like, if I couldn't drink a drop of liquor on any of the trips, I'd be completely fine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. But there's another part to that question, even with how long this has been already. Denzel, what's your take on the craft beer scene in Arizona? Any brews here you enjoy? Definitely check out 8-Bit Aleworks next time you're in Phoenix. It has an old school Nintendo theme I think you enjoy. I'll have to I'll have to take a, another Patreon goal. Hey. Send your boys out to Arizona. That one's a lot cheaper. Yes, much. We'll go out to Arizona and do some drinking. You know what? We actually have a decent scene in Arizona. Do we? Yeah. Largely due to Obasu. Shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs Obasu. And Obasu's sister. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know what your Emma. name Emma. All yeah. right, there we go. Did she come out to ALA? I don't think so. Obasu? Obasu did. Okay. Oh, no, Evan didn't. Or, no, I don't think Evan did. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Yeah. You know, hmm. Hmm. Maybe yeah. we, if you can get your boys doing some live shows, I mean, we'll uh, swing by Arizona. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to get way bigger than the. Than I know, right? <laughs> Shit. Uh, so, Actually, advertise. Yeah. I mean, not on Facebook though. Those ads suck. Uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, as far as like, I, I haven't had any craft beer from out in Arizona, honestly. I think the last one that I had was a few years ago. It was Pyramid in Phoenix, I want to say it is. Pyramid Brewing. I can't remember exactly where it was, but that's that's where I went to have my only craft beer that I've had from Arizona. Like I, In recent years, I've started drinking hyper-local. So if it's not from San Diego, literally, I probably won't drink it. Like, uh, it's tough to explain. Uh, I'll either drink stuff from San Diego or whatever town I'm currently in, or I'll drink big, disgusting beers like Bud Light with lime or Bud Light or any of those. Yeah. Yep. Zero eighty five X asks, "What up, peeps? I got two questions. One being Chet, the other for Denzel. Chet, do you think Thirsty Nerds is on the rise after going to ALA?" I don't. I don't know what that is. I looked it up, but I didn't see anything. Thirsty Nerds. Thirsty Nerds. Unless you mean like nerds being thirsty, in which case, I mean that's always been around. Yeah, and I think also it, not going anywhere. I think they're disguising themselves in different ways. Yeah. I mean, like, the thirsty nerds are other, like, I don't know, rather than the typical dude nerd that you find at anime conventions, it'll be, like, some small little weaselly woman nerd who's also thirsty. Yeah. you Have you noticed that at all? I have noticed women being a little bit more aggressive, um, like, especially, like... Towards other women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or to, like, real, real fe- effeminate dudes. Yeah. Like... Yeah, uh, women can't catch a break out here. <laughs> women are after them. Dudes are after them. Everybody's thirsting after that women. That sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. And Denzel, what is your thought on Shinsuke Nakamura winning Royal Rumble? I think it's cool. I saw I saw him win it, and same with Asuka winning it. I'm stoked on him. Yeah. Both both the Japanese cats taking over the wwe i want to see the forum posts talking about all these people from japan trying to turn wwe into new japan pro wrestling yep oh my god i well i'm stoked because he's gonna have a fucking i it better be it better be a five-star match with uh aj styles it better be it fucking better be that's what i'm at wrestlemania holy shit he's a oh my god he and AJ Styles managing to do two of the largest promotions in the year and doing their top events like in in short order it's impressive i'm very excited for them yeah norrisman asks i'm a bit behind and started listening to episode 56 do you usually keep guests in a metal bucket if so what kind of metal do you prefer tin galvanized steel yeah we uh all right, thanks, smartass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we fixed it halfway through the episode. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Slattery asks, have you guys checked out Black Lightning? 
It's basically Luke Cage, but if he were a principal and had shocky fists. It's a lot more serious than the other CW shows, so I'm finding it pretty refreshing. Uh, no, I haven't. I forgot that show was even coming out. I plan on checking it out once the seasons is over. Mm. One of the things that I prefer to do now is as seasons are coming to a close on television shows, that's when I'll start watching them. Yeah. Mainly because if they get canceled halfway through the season, I'll be super fucking annoyed. <laughs> yeah. But it'll also give me the opportunity to kind of just finish them at my own pace versus right. like, oh shit, every week, every week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't really watched any of the CW superhero shows. I caught a couple episodes of Flash, and it seemed pretty hokey. So if, I'm glad to hear that this one's a little more serious, and I'm kind of curious about uh, yeah, how it's going to turn out. I hope it's good. Masters of Scientology asks, guys. That's a new one. That is a new one. Shout out to you. Guys, the new ZBZ game looks sick, but why are they expecting me to pay an extra $35 just to get all the characters? What's your take on modern fighting games tending away from unlockable secret characters and just slapping a paywall on them instead? I fucking hate that shit. As somebody who's a casual dude who goes into these games super casually, that literally is going to prevent me from buying the game. Like, I don't give a fuck about the game that much. Paying an extra, th- and it's a full price game. Yeah, nah, fuck out of here. Yeah, suck my dick. There's no way. There's no fucking way. And on top of that, like, do you can you unlock these characters? You can what? unlock. There's three characters that you can unlock by playing playing the game, or two of them you get just from pre-ordering, and then one you still have to unlock. And then there's going to be a wave of DLC. Which is the $35 here. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah. Suck my dick. Yeah, it's 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 pretty stupid, IMO. Um, like, I, I do understand why games have moved away from unlocking characters, just in general. Largely because when you're trying to run a tournament and you're bringing fresh consoles that don't have save data, you... You can't do that. You can't have half the characters not be there. Kind of the same issue with DLC sometimes, but you can get around that as a tournament organizer a lot more easily than, oh, I haven't unlocked all these characters yet. It's it's a pain in the ass, and as someone who's organized shit before, that, that oh, God, that's fucking pain. So I don't mind not having secret characters anymore. But replacing that with DLC is pretty fucking stupid. And I, I'm i not a fan of the way games have moved into that direction. Yeah, they, they're they focusing on long-term monetization for their games versus actually just making one good game. And like the, the development process or the buying process has started much earlier with access to betas and alphas of games what they're trying to do is get the game into more people's hands so we can help fund development further down the road but at the same time it's souring people on their games because the games aren't fucking finished Mm -hmm. and then once they come out with their like payment scheme down the road then it just becomes a moment where everybody's ass is chapped 
because like oh i can't unlock these characters i have to buy them mm-hmm. <gasps> what the fuck mm-hmm. that's why you only make cosmetics something that you have to purchase however i will say in defense of it and this is just how things work when dlc is announced like that's that's more content for a game that gets people interested in a game again like they just announced uh oswald for kof 14 that's a cool character that i felt was underutilized and i'm glad to see that he's back isn't that an octopus from a children's cartoon i mean yeah that too (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know it gets people thinking about your game again and it brings new hype to it but as long as it's not what capcom had been doing where it's like these characters are done you just have to pay to unlock them like that was one of the things that helped ruin uh tekken cross street fighter or street fighter cross tekken but yeah shit's done samurai jack the face ripper comes at us with a story says listening to mike's poop story reminded me of a story from my work buddy of mine went to the bathroom to take a piss as he's standing there pissing he notices a pile of clothes on the floor in the stall beside his urinal and a pair of bare feet immediately he said he's thinking i need to get the fuck out of here asap so he rushes over to wash his hands real quick and as he's washing his hands he hears the door lock pop and creak open he said one of the guys stuck his head out says uh can you get a supervisor i have diarrhea so the supervisor addresses the situation and tells my buddy he appreciates all of his discretions and keeping quiet about it he's on board but they neglect to tell the maintenance crew who proceeded to tell everything how they had to clean up this guy's shit trail it was about a 200 foot trail that went through the break room and everything people called him oopsie poopsie for years later if I would have done that, I wouldn't have told anyone. I would have shit myself and fucking bounced. <laughs> leave, every, leave everything where it was, like I was taken in the rapture. Oh, where'd you go yesterday? Family emergency. Sorry. They would have known. They yeah, would have known. They, <laughs> they would have known as soon as you left. As soon as you left. Oh, where the, they would have done a head count. Who the fuck shit all over the building? <laughs> Who shit? Who, which one of you? Who's not here? It's fucking Samurai Jack. That son of a bitch. That shitting son of a bitch. He thought he could go back to the past on us. Mm-mm. No. He's got to defeat Apu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that does it for questions and stories. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for writing in. We appreciate it. Yeah, a couple new faces. Names. So, <laughs> 085X. Haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Too good for us, huh? Huh. Didn't have anything to ask. Hmm. Strange. Yeah. Always appreciate the uh, the new blood out here in the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Join the discussion. Talk yes. some shit. Get on the Discord. Out like I what do you so let me let me put this out here. Let me put this out here. What do you guys want to hear from us as far as like the Patreon shit goes? Because I I kind of I'm kind of just putting up shit. Putting putting things up there. If there's anything you guys want to hear, just shoot me an email. If you're a member of the Patreon, I'll bring in the list of names next week. We'll read them off. Hey, I mean, there's also, if you're not a member of the Patreon, what would if there's something that you would be interested in that would get you 
on the Patreon. You know, let us you know. Yeah, just, let us know. Let, let us know. We're because open like to I'm I'm one hundred and ten percent real about this travel shit. Yo, that'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll drive out to fucking Arizona. Yeah, fuck it. I'll drink some beer. Yeah. God damn. Stay in an Airbnb with no scorpions in it. No scorps, please. Yes. Yeah. No scorps. That'd be that'd be fair favorable. Yeah. Uh oh boy. Yeah. The <laughs> the thing that Samurai Jack the Face Ripper is referencing is um I had Mike on and we did a little bonus episode and we were kind of reminiscing a little bit about our past dealings as sign spinners when we were in our teens. Oh man. And uh Mike's story from working at the mall that very day. Ah. Yeah. Somebody shit themselves. No, shit themselves. Somebody shit in the parking lot. <laughs> and uh, just listen to it. Just, <laughs> I... l- just listen to it. Uh, you'll, it's it's an interesting story. All right. Uh, if you're not part of the Patreon. Huh? Oh, he's still working there? <laughs> so apparently the guy still works at the mall who shit in the parking lot. Nice. Uh, yeah, just listen to it. It's 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 an interesting story. It's nice. a, it's, it's yeah, just do that. Uh, the Patreon is patreon.com slash real nerd hours. Just support us on there if you want to. Uh, we'll put together some content. We, we do a lot of stuff. We do a lot of things. Uh, join the discussion on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at X Real Nerd Hours. You can follow me on Twitter at That Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can give us a ring. Leave us a voicemail at four one three Savage One. You can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail dot com. And yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Support the show on Patreon. Patreon dot com slash Real Nerd Hours. Get that bonus content. Get yeah, we're pretty yeah. close to meeting that goal for the D and D campaign. Oh man, we're ten people away. Ooh. Ten, ten, five dollars subscribers. Where we need, I guess, maybe eleven because of how it breaks out with oh, the yeah. fees and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we need about fifty more bucks, and then we can do a D and D campaign. Getting there. Getting close. It's a fun one. You guys want to hear this. Get, get your friends. Get your, get your dad's wallet. Get your dad on there. <laughs> Tell your dad to get on our Patreon. <laughs> Tell your dad to listen to the podcast. See, this is, this is what I always tell. This is one of the reasons why I wasn't like super amped on telling uh, at least our friends about mm-hmm. the podcast. Because I don't want people to blindly support, right? Like, I don't, yeah. like I, if you're not fucking with the actual product, then I don't want you to feel like you're obligated I am to like commit to it 100 percent with you on that you know what i mean that's i i hate pimping my stuff out and like i want people to like the content for the content i don't want people to like the content just because it's like oh you're my friend and i want to support you it's like okay fine that's great but do you like the shit that we're yeah, doing <laughs> exactly yeah thanks everybody for listening and we will see you next thursday y'all have a good night